This episode of Turning His Car Around is brought to you by Day One. Go to dayoneapp.com to learn more. And also, while I'm babbling to you about important things, help turning this car around stay awesome and free and wonderful by completing a short anonymous survey. It's going to take no more than five minutes. Your answers help match our show with advertisers that best fit the sensibilities of our podcast and its listeners like you. (laughs) Who cares about podcast ads? Listeners who complete the survey will be entered in an ongoing monthly raffle to win a $100 Amazon gift card. And they're not going to share or sell your email address because I won't let them. And they only email you at that email address if you win the gift card. We don't keep the addresses for anything else so go to www.podsurvey.com slash car that's podsurvey.com slash car to take our survey and get a chance to win 100 amazon gift card that's all i'm john maltz i'm lex friedman i'm john armstrong welcome to turning this car around i'm gonna win that freaking gift card no, you're not. I'm going to win that gift <laughs> yeah. card. <laughs> what would you do with a hundred bucks from Amazon? What wouldn't I do with a hundred bucks no, from Amazon? This is, I'm trying to segue. I'm trying to Buy get us into the topic. A Mother's Day present. Boom. Wow. Boom. That was yeah. good. Of course, this, this, this episode will air after Mother's Day. But right. really, you should be celebrating Mother's Day all year round. <laughs> you know, I remember very vividly <laughs> one year from my mom on the card, I put, you know, every day is Mother's Day in my mind. And she reads it out loud and she kind of makes this face that tells me she has absolutely no idea what the hell I'm meaning by that. Like she, she was not familiar with that conceit, I guess. And uh, I had to break it down for her. It's like, I, I just mean that, you know, that I, I value and celebrate you every day. And she's like, oh, okay. That's yeah, whatever. very awkward. And also <laughs> probably something you may want to discuss with your therapist. <laughs> Speaking of awkward and Lex's mom, uh, <laughs> I kind of met Lex's mom online. Whoa, you what? got a thing going? Remember? You remember this? I don't remember. You don't? Yes, you you will remember it when I tell the story. Oh, uh, wait uh, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I was. Uh, I, we, we, how did that start? We were talking about how old you are. Something like that. Was it your well, birthday? I, maybe? I think it was because you know you, you were talking about Valentine's Day. It was around Valentine's Day time, and you posted that. Because your birthday is in November, that you have oh, a special right. oh, was it, thought was it process. Was that one, yeah. Anyway, whatever it is, you see, somehow it came out that um, I think we did we did a little math, and and the fact that I that I had dated someone from New Jersey, and I suggested that maybe that I was your father. Mm. And um, how did that go? <laughs> did, somebody did I look in my mom? That. Somebody glorified <laughs> that. How did my mom get involved? <laughs> and, then she... you're, and then you're, and then you said. You said, sigh, yes, dad, something like that. And then your mom said, I object. <laughs> that's a good, that's good. <laughs> and I said, now, okay, now this is awkward. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll find the tweet. We'll put it in the show notes. You put that one in the show notes. I think I've got it. Uh, I've got it on my Tumblr someplace. <laughs> so yeah, so that's my, uh, that's my Lex's mom story, uh, yeah, <laughs> which I'm, is the only one that I have. I'm teary right now. <laughs> <laughs> I um I I have no objection to Mother's Day. I think it's a totally great holiday. I, sometimes I get jealous that Mother's Day gets more attention and love than Father's Day. But the um yeah. I, I feel I feel stress around Mother's Day. Like I'm like, am I doing enough to right. make this Mother's Day celebration appropriate? What is appropriate to you? What what because this you know when you say the word appropriate, <laughs> my mind goes all kinds of not good places. 
Right. I well, I uh, I want really? my like forgetting I, a gift, say, and no. buying it at the last minute. No, I won't do that. So here's what happened: the very first year my wife became a mother uh, was October 2006. Was when Anya was born, and then the first Mother's Day was the following May. And I was like, you know, Anya's too small to actually get you anything. And she's like, I don't like all these stupid Hallmark holidays. Don't do anything. So then Mother's Day arrives and she's like, no, I, I changed my mind. I I feel like maybe since it's my first Mother's Day, you should have done something. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's fair. That's legit. Yeah. Um, and I, uh, <laughs> so I was like, well, I'll think about it, which was my lie. And then I uh, secretly went in and, um, I created this video, like back in the days before iMovie was terrible, I guess. I created this this <laughs> iMovie thing that was full of photos and videos of Anya from Lauren's pregnancy through, you know, May of that year. And it was like the best Mother's Day present. I mean, it was the best Mother's Day present she'd ever received because it was the only Mother's Day present she'd ever received, but she, you know, <laughs> loved it. And uh, that led to a tradition that slightly evolved where each year I'm supposed to give her a new photo book chronicling the new photos from the last year. That's what we do now. And, um, do you have an automated, you know, system for that? Or is you just like at the, like at whatever deadline day you're like, Oh my God, ah, it's, it's more you the can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that that fast though. No, you, yeah. no, it, it takes, you cannot do that last minute. That's what I hate about it. It takes forever. It takes forever. You're creating. I hate it a book yeah yeah that's a lot of work because you want to pick all the right photos you got to make right. sure they're good you have to make sure right. there's a good mix of kids and i don't know i use the iphoto one because i'm in the tank for apple and i always <laughs> pick on each page i'm like well i guess i'm going to do another six photo layout because then i'm really getting my maximum value out of this book i'd rather put more photos per page than just <laughs> I'd rather say, have have a lot one of big tiny photo. photos than one big photo exactly <laughs> i'm trying to get my money's worth out of these things sure. they're not cheap yeah. every square inch is photo maximized <laughs> maximum value. Well, I should do that though. I should do that next year. As a photographer, I I would argue that there's probably one good shot of each kid that would be like the full page. Like that's the one. That's the shot. No, that's true. For sure that's true. And then you can sprinkle. I think I don't know. I think I, I think, think we're just crappy photographers. We don't have any good pictures. Right. That we're not you. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, compared to John, yeah. I think if That's I'm not sure. mistaken, I want to. I think that we did back when I was married to my kid's mother for Mother's Day that first year. Um, we had this really crappy Nikon. It wasn't crappy for the you know, but it was getting quickly crappy, and we were seeing these awesome shots of the people were taking online um, using a Nikon D70 and the Canon Rebel. This is in 2004, and we went to a local camera shop and tested these two cameras on for mother's day. She, she, we got the Nikon D 70 and she shot the hell out of that thing. I mean, she's, I mean, it changed her life and she's a good photographer. You know, she's made a living in part with her photography. So, um, that was, I think one of the best mother's day gifts ever hmm. that I really kind of had something to do with, but mostly on the technical consulting level. <laughs> I always, um, you know, I want to have the kids create something, but you don't want them to just create crap and they don't have, they don't always, 
what am I trying to say here? Yeah. So sometimes my daughter can say, like Sierra will say, hey, I'm going to make mommy a beautiful card. And she scribbles on it for five seconds. Like, isn't this awesome? And she doesn't, <laughs> she's not trying to, you know, right. shirk right. her daughterly duties, but sometimes she's like, I'm going to spend 20 minutes and make something great for my age yeah. and ability. And sometimes she's like, hey, look, I drew a pink line. <laughs> <laughs> my, my second's like that. Yeah. Like, so sometimes masterwork and then sometimes like, just minimalist Zen art. Yes. I have a question for you, Moltz. I, I think it's more Moltz appropriate, which is sometimes my kids have gift ideas and they want it to be a secret, but I secretly reveal the secret to their mother ahead of time to gauge her interest or to warn her to be enthusiastic about it or whatever is appropriate. Yeah, yeah. Like Anya really want, Lauren's birthday is also in May. So I've always got the birthday followed like a week and a half later by mother's day and Anya for Lauren's birthday really wanted to get her a basket of candy, but Lauren's trying to eat healthier and doesn't really want right. candy. So I'm like, listen, she wants to get you a basket of candy. What candy should I get? What's like the healthiest candy I can get. <laughs> and this for mother's day, Anya wants to serve her breakfast in bed, which is going to be a whole procedure. But I have to, I have to warn Lauren. I can't do it by surprise because yeah. she has to tell me when she's awake because my biggest mother's day gift is she'll, Lauren will get to sleep in. So I have to know when it's time to bring up breakfast. Well, par parenting and parenting in all situations is really just you and your, your significant other uh, conspiring against the children. So, Collusion is parenting. Yes. Yes. Isn't that the, the alternative title of this podcast? <laughs> Lying to children. Lying to children. <laughs> Lies I tell my children. All of it. <laughs> So what was your question to Moltz? Was there a question there? Yeah. Do you, have you done this? Am I the only one who who has to reveal the secret plan gifts to my wife ahead of time? Or am I'm I not alone? I'm sure I have done that. I'm sure I have okay. done that. Um, Why are you talking to I, Lauren? Oh, <laughs> awkward. I talk to all your moms. <laughs> and yeah, all the no, moms I mean, in our lives. I usually, wow. I, so yeah, I have a formula. Um, for the most part, I take him, there's like a couple of shops in town that I know that have stuff that she likes, you know, it's candles and stuff like that. I mean, it's nothing big. So I take him to, to one of those places and the, he picks out a card and then he picks out some, some gift that my, my only thing about how we've ended up doing both mother's day and father's day is that because of the first, you know, the first few years, he wasn't, he wouldn't pick, you know, he couldn't pick anything out. Um, I mean, he <laughs> couldn't have picked us out of a lineup, <laughs> but, um, so we did, we started doing, pre you know, we would buy presents for each other. Hey, it's, you know, it's our first mother's day. It's our first father's day. And so now it's, it's still, so now, we're, now I'm still buying a present. And now Hank's picking out a present. Right. Yeah, somehow, exactly. Somehow it's all been like additive. Snowballed. Yeah, yeah, right. This is snowballed into like another birthday. Yes. And I I think that's a little excessive personally. Because <laughs> it's always, always just like, but, but, you know, but Mother's Day comes first. And I, you know, hell, if I'm going to be the one to try and dial it back, you know. Right. <laughs> oh, right. Before Father's Day. Before Father's right. Day. Right. Yeah. Yep. So. Moltz, you probably just go, you could get like an Xbox One, and then for the birthday, you get her favorite game. That'd be perfect. <laughs> you know, joking, that's a joke. On, yeah. on gift-receiving holidays for me, it's always like, you know, Lauren says she wants to sleep in on Mother's Day. Fine, we can do that. Now, I'll say I want to sleep in on Father's Day, and somehow there's always something that goes wrong, where it's like, <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're all going to come in the bed with us, but they're going to be really quiet. Yeah, sure. Um, 
It's nonsense. And, uh, you know, when I think about my birthday, which is usually right around Thanksgiving, uh, there's often, if my birthday's on a Sunday or if my birthday's on Thanksgiving, then it's like, I would really like to watch a football game and I can have kids around if they're not going to be annoying, but I don't want to take care of the kids. And that's what I want for my birthday. But then you get the, the guilt trip of, so you want to spend your birthday by ignoring your family. <laughs> yes. That so, used to be. Yes, I do. It's, yeah. Yeah. Right. It's the yeah, one thing here. Like, like, I want to go like, it'll be a move. Although November is a bad time. There's usually not any, any good movies out in November, but, um, but I'll be like, yeah, th- for, for that thing, I want to go to see, you know, some superhero movie or something like that and <laughs> and he doesn't he's not a big fan of the mo- movies particularly he wanted to see the lego movie really bad but he doesn't generally doesn't like going to the movies um and so yeah so i and i don't put up with that <laughs> like you want to but yes that's exactly what i want to do mm-hmm. i want to be alone for three hours i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> i hate people it's that's right walk out <laughs> so i mean speaking of moms uh, your mother, uh, what, what is stuff that like, what are moms actually better at than dads? Cause I think, you know, we, I think we can acknowledge without being sexist or dismissive to either gender or either parenting role that, uh, there are differences between men and women. I'm pretty sure about that. Mostly. Yeah. And, but so like, what I've are moms, seen some of them. like, to, I, I, here's where I'm going. The, the, you know, the, I think the stereotype is that, you know, that, that dad's like the gruff authoritarian figure. And then the mom's like the, the more comforting, nurturing one. But how does, what's, what do you actually yeah. perceive? You we both have a of weird you. mix of that. I think she's more authoritarian, um, but still she's the one that is like the comforting one where like he gets hurt. He wants to curl up in her lap. Um, even though I'm kind of, I'm kind of fun, dad. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you want to play, you want to play video games with me for six hours on a Saturday afternoon? Yes, we are going to do that. Sweet. <laughs> so you're like the best dad. Uh, well, dream dad. I would, I would not say that. <laughs> I think permissive dad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would say in my experience that women and particularly in this case, mothers, are better at multitasking they're at least in in my experience even like you could take the same children and drop you know my kid's mother in a situation and me in that situation same thing everything the same and i would bet that the stay on target and let's get all the 50 things that have to happen done are done more efficiently and quicker with their mother than with me and i think that's I, I, I'm, I've seen that with other women and their children, you know, um, I've been dating and, um, the person I've been dating has kids. So I've watched that happen. Um, I've met the kids and I've seen her in the mom mode and it's, it's, it's like, whoa, this is not just, I mean, maybe it's the kind of personality, but if there's a list of things that have to get done. I'm more like, okay, this one we're knocking off right now. Then we'll go to the more linear. Whereas I think in my experience, moms are more like there's 17 things going at the same time. And they're, they're like fully on top of it. Serial versus parallel Mm. kind of thing. Yes. So both Lauren and I are really, um, uh, list driven or something, you know, like we, we, we were schedule driven, you know, it's it's seven 43. We should definitely have kicked off bedtime three minutes ago. Um, (laughs) And 
So with three you know, kids, you have to be that way, though. I think. Right. I think that's true. So I'd say that we're both pretty good at that. I'm a little bit better at being punctual than Lauren is, mostly because she's never internalized that uh, with three kids, it takes longer to leave the house than with zero kids. <laughs> and she she was always like one minute late before we had kids, so now she usually gets there like four days later. Mm-hmm. But the um, where I think the difference is is she's got more stuff ingrained or memorized than i do so like if i'm gonna if i'm gonna take the kids to school or if i'm gonna take them to the park or something she'll have packed the water and maybe some snacks and she'll have like a rug to wipe off the dirt from their sneakers when they get back in the car kind of thing and i'll be like i brought the sunblock and that's the one thing i can make sure i (laughs) have because i fear the sun i'd say that's true I'd say I'd say I think we have the same thing. Did you guys have like, did you have mothers with sort of tr- you know traditional American middle of the previous century uh, roles? So my mom did all the laundry and she did all the food prep. My dad made vichyssoise. That was the one thing that he made. Oh wow! <laughs> I didn't eat it. Fancy vichyssoise. Wow. Yeah. That's well, he didn't have to heat it up, I think, which is what yeah. made that feel part of it. <laughs> like out of a can? <laughs> <laughs> but Campbell's. he... Uh, right, you let me to open the can? I'll open the can. <laughs> but he... Um, there, I made dinner. Yeah, but she, like... And this, I, I will admit, as a... In, despite being an enlightened male, there was like a period where I had to... I had to become an enlightened male, where I was like, oh, wait. it's I can't simply assume that my wife will also always do the laundry and always have dinner on the table at six o'clock. Like, my mom always had dinner on the table at six o'clock we have dinner on the table anywhere and lauren is great at this and i'm not at all trying to speak ill of her abilities that's not my point here but you know sometimes it's we try to eat closer to 5 45 so sometimes it's ready then sometimes it's ready 6 15 and sometimes it's we're gonna have like grilled cheese sandwiches and sometimes it's you know fancier stuff but my mom had like a a, a cooked manually prepared entree uh five to six nights a week and then sunday was always dinner out saturday was usually they would go out and we would have a babysitter and we'd order a pizza my mom was like that she was a you know a housewife and then when my youngest sister got to be kindergarten aged she saw the future and she was like i gotta do something i'm gonna go crazy and so she kind of threw herself into all these civic activities but one of the things she did was start a business and it was a catering business and so she would still mostly do dinners, but at that same time, most of my older siblings were out of the house. So because of the age gap, I think she had the business going for like three years before everybody was gone, but me and my younger sister. Mm. So the business ran for three years with, I think, three of us at home. And then after that, it was just the two. So anyway, it wasn't like she had to do this crazy thing anymore. We were older and it just, it wasn't the same. Sunday dinners, though, were always a thing always like a Sunday dinner was a big deal. You know, there's everything was all the courses were there and it was, it was amazing uh, for the most part, but she ran this business. And so she transitioned from being the traditional housewife to a business owner. And, um, and I think that was highly influential actually uh, for me and my entrepreneurial pursuits. I don't like working for the man, man. Yeah. Anyway, she was, what, where were you going with that? With the, I, uh, I'm not sure I was going anywhere with it. I was just interested in that subject and how you know things are different now. Different now, yeah. yeah. And and it's not even. I mean, to me, it wasn't uh, like for, particularly for food preparation. I've always liked cooking, and that was one of the things that 
I was a little bit younger than my brothers. And so I spent, you know, they would be off doing something and I hung out with my mom a lot more. Mm, and so I learned to, I mean, I spent some time with her in the kitchen and I kind of developed the enjoyment of cooking. So, mm, um, nice. I've always liked cooking. I've always liked, I've always liked spending like a good amount and, of, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. spending a good amount of time. Did, did Moltz just go Skype crazy for you? Yeah. D- did I? <laughs> yeah. There's <laughs> he's, he's there now. Wow. What's yeah. nice is whatever you said was recorded. And so we'll get to hear it when we That's listen right. back to the episode. Listen, I sure hope. We'll listen back to the episode. Anyway, I like cooking. Um, and, and I think Karen would, would admit that I'm, I'm a better cook than she is. So I, I generally do more, more of the cooking. She does the laundry. Interesting. Yeah. I used to do, we, we used to split the cooking evenly, um, before we had kids. And I would say if I, and now it's, it's like more than 95% Lauren, I don't know, 90%, 90% Lauren, but this is not exactly a regret that I have, but at least an observation, um, which is that when we moved to New Jersey from California while Lauren was pregnant, the plan was that she was going to be working full-time as a teacher. And because I was working for uh, a startup, I was going to be you know, a stay-at-home dad, watch the baby by day, and work, uh, do my startup hours work around the other available hours. All put your costume on and patrol the streets at night <laughs> then and you know like, but like i was gonna get some early time before lauren left and then she was gonna get home around three o'clock and i do some stuff then then after the baby was asleep like it was it was gonna be fine the only thing that changed was i, I switched to working on the startup part-time and working for this other internet company full-time and so then that meant everything changed like now i wasn't a stay-at-home dad uh we had grandma babysitting in the house a couple days a week. We had a couple days of daycare and everything else. But so it, it meant that there was a lot like, I mean, not that I didn't spend time with uh, Anya or my other children, but that where I would have been like the maximally exposed parent, I was the minimally exposed parent to the child eventually. And so like I could have set some of the patterns in ways that I missed out on. Not that I think I would have done better, but I would have done different for sure. And so I, I will never know what that would have been like. Don't cry for me. <laughs> I'm sniffly over here. I'm very sniffly over here right now. But well, for other for other reasons. You should you should note down while you're sniffly though. And you know where yeah, you should what note would it you, down. Where would you uh, where would you do that? Only the best <laughs> journaling app ever. What would that be? Day one. Oh, Tell me more. I've heard of day one. Dayoneapp.com has all the information you would need to know about day one. However, we're gonna share I'm going to tell you anyway. That's right. Well, there's some information. <laughs> Sit down, young man, because um, you're going to hear about day one. Yeah. Uh, so I note that on previous episodes, we have come up with various ways to use day one that are less than conventional. And one of those, uh, I think, John, it was you who mentioned like recording work issues. And <laughs> yeah, there was a, why. one of our listeners. I don't know if they were joking or not. But they mentioned that's what they were using it for, was anything at work was being recorded uh, in day one. So I don't know if that's like, you know, my fellow employees are awful and here's what happened. Or if it's like, okay, I've got this project. Yeah, it could be, right. It could go either way. It could be like, so-and-so did this to me again today. Or it could be like, I did this and I want to make sure that when my annual review comes around, I want to be able to write that down and and make a point of it yes 
That's and you can tag all of that stuff work with work or whatever you want to, you know, whatever you want to call it or annual review. If you're putting stuff in to note for your annual annual review. And then at the end of the year, you go and search on everything that's tagged with the annual review tag. Yeah. So metadata for each post or each, each entry is supported. Also geolocation. So if you're on vacation or if you're at, say you're at in your, your work requires travel. You could be like, well, I took that trip, remember, in whatever, and I kicked a bunch of ass with all these clients. <laughs> you could write that down and you would have a note of where it was and you would be able to go, yo, it was this trip to so-and-so or whatever. Like if you traveled a lot, it might be good. It might be you hard could, to remember your trips. So you could take a picture of each client whose ass you kicked and, and, or <laughs> and store that picture. You, Yeah. Maybe it's. Maybe I was thinking more in like the, I pitched work and kicked ass with the work I did for that client. Yeah. Okay. Unless, like, unless it's <laughs> it depends like, on what your job is, I unless guess. it's like ultimate fighting. And then you're like, yeah, I totally kicked that person's ass in the brain. Right. On that exactly. business trip. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure after you defeat someone in ultimate fighting, they'll be more than happy to sit still for a picture. Yeah. And you know, I had been using be tagged and <laughs> I, I had been using a different third party app to not for journaling stuff but for keeping notes on some of the advertisers i talked to for work and you know like where the conversation was left off i was using there's i mean there are certainly apps built for that purpose but i didn't like any of them i wanted something mac-ish mac year mm-hmm. <laughs> mac like <laughs> and i had been using you know one and it was uh this this app that wasn't built for that purpose and it was fine and then a couple weeks ago while we were doing a day one ad read on a previous episode of this show i was thinking you know i wonder if i could use day one for it because then i could tag it in ways that are potentially more useful and it would automatically be date stamped because the thing i was doing didn't date stamp when the conversations That's were right. happening That's and right. i switched and it's been awesome now I make billions of dollars from podcasts. <laughs> all day one. So, so what you're saying is day one is a Mac app as well as iPhone and iPad. That's right. So this way, because this is 100% true, the app that I was using before had no syncing option. So if I were on my phone out on a sales call or supposedly paying attention to my children at the park and somebody advertiser called, like I couldn't look up what the previous conversation was. But thanks to day one, which syncs, by the way, with both iCloud and Dropbox, totally can tell now. Totally sad. Nice. Perfect. Beautiful. This is good. So go to dayoneapp.com. Right and now. Just, just get it. And thank you, just Day One. For thank you, Day One. Spo- for sponsoring, turning this car around. Those are good people. Super good. So good. They probably they probably have moms, too. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. has your girlfriend um, done any... I don't know what the, I'm going to use an inappropriate verb possibly, but she has, has she done any parenting with your kids? Yes. So we've tried, we've, you know, um, we've had a couple of altogether times and yes. And, um, she's really good. First of all, which isn't, you know, that's like a huge plus. There's no, we haven't had like the, you know, don't say that to my kids or, you know, we haven't had any of that stuff. Right. I think it's, our kids are really good kids though. I think all around, we're very fortunate. We have great kids. But, um, it's, it's actually, she, she's been really amazing and it's like, I kind of wanted to get her a mother's day gift this year. And she's like, I'm not, there's no mother relationship here. Like, like, got it. You know, some people <laughs> want that record, you know, whatever, but it's, and I get it, you know, that she wouldn't want one, but anyway, uh, I felt like she's she's been really good with my kids. And so that was a way to 
say hey. <laughs> Thank you for being awesome. Um, say hey, kids. hey, hey. But um, <laughs> and I, you know, and like yeah. So she's really good with the kids, though. That was a long way to Wait, get to just that answer. <laughs> no, but that's no, I get it. So yeah, and I, your kids call her by her first name. Yes, and her kids call you by your first name. Yes. This is now totally off topic, but what do what do your kids call adult friends of yours? Do they address them by their first names or is it like fake uncle it, Jim? It, well, it depends on the, the friend. So if the friend is not uptight and like snooty, then it's just the first name. Um, sometimes I'll, you know, they'll say so-and-so's mom or so-and-so's dad or, but, but generally they're, they use first names. Yeah. Well, my youngest does not use any names. She just, demands things but my oldest <laughs> hey hey yeah you i need this sack i need hey 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 tugging on the thing whatever like <laughs> poking hey i need this but my oldest definitely um i think all of her friends parents are first name or so-and-so's mom or so-and-so's dad we do gotcha. we do this thing that karen grew up with which is uh mr and mrs mm-hmm. um or miss um with their last so, name or their first name first name so, Mr. Pete. Liam calls uh, nice. one of our friends Mr. Is, Frank. I think it, it works really well. I think it's nice because it's familiar and at the same time formal. Yes. You know, it's I mean, nice. So you get to use their, their real name, um, but you're also, they're also you know, doing it with respect. Yes. And it's caught on with a lot of like our friends. Nice. So, so you're, you're Mr. John to some people. Then. I am Mr. John to some people. To Hank, I'm just John. <laughs> he call he he does he calls me john all the time That's often like more often than I mean, when he's talking about me and often like at school he he wants to he wants to make a point that i'm his dad so he will call me dad in front of other kids at school but um around the house it's just john <laughs> really do you mind or are you fine with it permissive dad um I, it's fine it's fine it's fine. I, you know, like, like sometimes when we're out someplace and, and because he doesn't look anything like me, it's sort of like, <laughs> oh yeah, right. I'm like, I don't want people to think that I abducted him or, you know, <laughs> or, or I'm just some guy, you know, that, you know, I want people to know that I'm his dad, but it's, it's what he, and I'm not going to make a, you know, I'm not gonna make a deal out of it. It's fine. Yeah, he knows I'm his dad. So. To your, I mean, you know, to your defense, I dated a woman in college whose parents insisted no Mister and Mrs. They insisted on first names. Now I was a, an adult when I met them, but I saw that happen with other like little kids uh-huh. that they were like, "You need to, you can just call us, you know, whatever it was, Larry and Janine." That's right. not their real name. <laughs> sure, it's not. No, it's yeah, not. so like growing up, we was. Most of the time it was, it was Mr. And Mrs. for me. Um, and then the, my parents, like closest friends with last be, name, Mr. And Mrs. with last name. Yeah. Mr. And Mrs. Yeah. with last name. And then with like my parents, closest friends who we saw all the time, they were like uncle Jim and aunt Sarah and Sharon, that kind of stuff. And I, uh, I don't know. My kids call almost everybody just by their first names. If they're not sure, they just say nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, I don't know the, um, I like the the Mr. Plus first name, but if somebody called me Mr. Lex, it would feel really weird to me. 
Mr. Lux. <laughs> That's what I'm going to yeah. call you from now on. Yeah, Mr. Lux. <laughs> Actually, right here on my wall in front of me uh, are two of my old Pennsylvania license plates because uh, I had vanity plates when I first learned to drive, and they say Mr. Lex on them. <laughs> Seriously. Awesome. I'm, I'm taking a photo for you right now. That's going in the show notes. I had vanity plates. What do they say? What do your vanity plates say? I had, uh, when I lived in Maryland, I had vanity plates that said X-Men. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You know, you know, I was got my, driven off the road by a guy who was so excited by them that oh. he was like swerving on the, we're driving, driving on the beltway. <laughs> and this guy is like weaving through traffic, like trying to get up next to me to like, give me like a big thumbs up. And he was just, and he was like very like screaming and just like, yeah, yeah. I too am a nerd. Yeah. I also like comic books. <laughs> All right. Don't kill me. Oh yeah. My, uh, nice. Growing up, my wife couldn't, uh, her family couldn't afford vanity plates, but her dad legally changed his name to UXG 11 K. Nice. <laughs> that's good. No, that's it's a good one. Story. Lex. <laughs> uh, my license. I am plate, a dad. Now you have proof. <laughs> my license plate says it's M as in Mary. I L F with a Z. <laughs> R U L. So that's where I roll. How I do the, the vanity. Mr. Lex. Yeah. Wow. So, but what, you you got like a randomly assigned milts, really? No, <laughs> no. Okay, I, I believed you. I was willing to believe. No, no, uh, they don't do like they would probably not allow that one. Although, in college, I saw swear to God vanity plate weenus W E N I S. <laughs> Legally, it was on the it was on the car. Those were actual. It was not faked. I inspected the car. There was it was in my parking lot and weenus. I don't know how they got that through. They probably wow. said my last name is Wenis, but whatever. Anyway, moms. Not related to moms. No. Well, the MILF part was. Yeah. I was trying to bring it back. I appreciated that. So. <laughs> I totally noticed. Who's <laughs> <laughs> touched? Thank you, Lex. No. Uh, what I, I think in, to really go to like bring it, what's the best thing or what's the thing that your mom taught you? that you have carried on with your kids how to make a martini i oh. think i talked about mine on the show before but i'm going to repeat it which was I think, yeah i've definitely talked about it on the show but so when i had bad dreams oh, my mom told me to talk to my doll and tell him brian we're going to have good dreams twice in a row and when my kids had nightmares i taught liam's a little too young i guess or he hasn't complained of nightmares but when the older girls did i taught them that i told them that grammy had had the, had taught me that, and so it's worked for them. They turned it into these incredibly elaborate rituals that are embarrassing to explain to babysitters, where you have to repeat it after they say it, and then nothing else can be said. They have to be holding it while they say it. Um, so they've made it like psycho, but not the the standard normal way it had been before. But you know, that's that's definitely one that has carried over that my mom taught me. What about you, Malt? Um, well, my mom was not a yeller. I can think of like one time that she, that she really like yelled at me and, and I deserved it. Um, so, and I'm not as good at it, I don't think, but I think that because my dad's a bit of a yeller, <laughs> so I had both <laughs> those influences. <laughs> my dad didn't yell all the time, but you know, he was the kind of guy, I mean, he would like, he would bottle things up and then suddenly explode. explode yeah. Yeah. I mean, not violently, but he would yell. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, you know, like when I'm at my best, it's, it's more her influence and, and being just kind of like calm. 
Nice. How about you? I I think I think there's there's two. One is that like she would always say, "Well, today's a new day." Like whatever shit was happening, uh, she would always be like, "Well, tomorrow's going to be a new day." Um, and she didn't say it that often, but it always just kind of stuck with me. The the other thing that um, she said, and this was this is going to go way back in time, but. In the 70s, the big deal was, aside from the space shuttle and Watergate, it was uh, the bicentennial. And during the bicentennial, there are all these activities in our town, all this stuff, you know, all this big celebration. And there was this program and we went to it and I was like, well, I wanted to be doing that out there with those people. And she goes, well, listen, if you want to do that, then you have to raise your hand when they ask for volunteers and you need to get involved. And that, those words, changed my life because that's what I started doing bands and like getting into theater and being super nerdy and it was but it was those words that got me to do that and so I've started with my kids I started the same thing and my youngest is um like she was the recorder soloist in her recorder program at school Mm -hmm. and I don't know if that was a volunteer situation but I kind of think it was but um anyway get involved in the world that's a really good one. Yeah. My mom's Mine was pretty... about a doll. <laughs> no, this is, hey, listen, I'm <laughs> using your- That's a good one too. That's a good one now, too. You can tell your mom that I'm using that with my four-year-old. Oh yeah? She has, she hates dreams. Like she just does not like, she I, she doesn't want to be in the dream. Dad, I don't want to go into the dream. Why? Because <laughs> I have nightmares. I'm like, okay. So take your puppy and you say, we're going to have good dreams and let's do it again. Okay, good night. And then, of course, there's the sixth time she comes out of bed to explain things that she's scared about <laughs> and whatever. And then we go back. But we, we do that. That's part of the, our ritual as well. That's, That's really cool. And Lex, Lex, when you talk to your mom, tell her I said hi. <laughs>